Hey everyone, Casey here. Before we get started today, I want to give you a little kind of update of what's going on on my socials. So currently I am in the process of combining all of my Instagrams. I sat down with Chloe Rosen, who was on the last episode, and I have multiple Instagrams. You know, I have caseygibson.officialpageant page. I have my Miss America's United States page, which is not going anywhere. That will be there. I have Casey Grace Gibson, which is my personal page, as well as Crowning Moment podcast, and a few others behind the scene that I'm working on some stuff that'll be coming in the future. But for right now, just letting everyone know, I will be closing out my caseygibson.official pageant page. It's just a lot and I think it's easier for everyone to kind of see my pageant journey as well as the journey with crowning moment because that's what started this whole thing was my journey to the crown and everything in between. Like I've always preached and said, it's more than just the crown and sash, it's the journey that in the time it takes to get you there. So I thought it was just more real, more vulnerable to see exactly what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. Stay tuned for all of that and make sure you're following at Crowning Moment Podcast on Instagram. Today we have Miss South Carolina Mita Bonsley to tell you a little bit about what her time has been like as Miss South Carolina USA and what's to come in the future. Let's get today's episode with Miss South Carolina USA Mita Bonsley. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Crowning Moment. My name is Casey Gibson, and today we have another special guest, and she's going to introduce herself. Hello, my name is Mita Bonsley, and I am Miss South Carolina USA 2022, and I am also um, a journalist. Amazing. Well, I'm so glad to have you on here today. Funny story we were talking about right before how we kind of got connected and that was through Greg and Eddie with GC Pageants. And I want to give a huge thank you to them because I know this is definitely going to be an episode to tune into. But let's get right into it. So you are Miss South Carolina USA. Tell me, you know, we're here about the crowning moment. Tell me what it was like getting that crown on your head last year this time. Yeah, so we are approaching um, a year from when I was crowned. So I guess my crown anniversary, if you will. Um, and gosh, it was the most surreal moment of my entire life. I have done pageants ever since I was a little kid and, you know, like any other little girl just dreamed of becoming Miss South Carolina USA and walking on the Miss USA stage. And so, um, to see that dream come to life was just so special. And I mean, I still tear up watching my crowning video because I was crying and screaming and excited. And, and so it's very special. And this last week or so has just been very reminiscent of what a special year it's been and how exciting it has been to live out a lifelong dream. So for those who may not know, the Miss USA system does interviewing somewhat differently. So I want you to tell them about kind of how your interview went at Miss South Carolina USA and what that was like and then going into finals night. Yeah, so the interview um, at USA is always, you know, just fun. They just want to get to know you and who you are. And they have, you know, a sheet with information about you on it. So they'll go off of that. Um, and we just had a good time. It was just conversation between regular people. And, um, you know, I always tell girls, just be yourself when you go in there, because that's what they want to see. They want to know who you are. Um, I mean, obviously, if you have, you know, lots of accolades, and if, you if you've accomplished a lot, then that's great. But they just want to know who you are as a person. And so I got to talk about some of the things I'm passionate about um, that include, you know, literacy and working with children. And then, um, you know, one of the questions they asked me, they said, what's your favorite thing about South Carolina? And I, without hesitation, just looked at them and I said, boiled peanuts. And it was like, it was just like a funny thing that 
I didn't even like think about it. And then I'm like, oh my God, why did I just say that? But like it segued into a whole other conversation because two of the judges at the table didn't know what boiled peanuts were. They'd never had them. And so we just got into this conversation about that. And so um, it was just fun. And yeah, I just felt like I really got to be myself um, and I wouldn't have had it any other way. So I, I really enjoyed the interview process. And that's some things that people don't get to hear about is like how interviews are ran and what that's like. So what was the difference between your South Carolina interview and your Miss USA interview? Yeah. So I would say it was a, a huge difference. I have always loved interview. It's always been my favorite part of competition. Um, and I've always been relatively confident, I would say, going into my interviews. So, um, you know, every year for state and really any pageant I've ever done, I've loved interview have gone in and come out being like okay this is great amazing um miss usa was a little different for me i didn't think it was my best interview really i was it felt like i was doing my first pageant ever like i walked into that room and i mean i had a great outfit and i you know did my makeup and felt like everything looked right but they started asking me questions and some of them were so tough like and i come from the miss america organization and so those you know interview skills are there but it was just i was so caught off guard um, I got questions that I didn't know the answer to. So I had to tell them, you know, I don't know the answer to this question. I will look it up as soon as I leave this room and just kind of moved on with it. But, um, I mean, it was fun. There were, you know, a couple things that I got to share about myself, but I think it was very different because I just felt like it was a lot more serious and like, just like the, the tone was not where like my state interview was. So I was a little shocked, but, um, Nonetheless, I mean, it was fun. It was cool to be able to do it. So um, that was really, really neat. Okay. So if you were to have to re-prepare for that Miss USA interview, what do you think you, how would you have prepared differently now knowing it was more of that serious tone rather than that light and airy having a good laugh with a conversation? Yeah. Gosh, I don't even know what I would do differently um, because I, you know, I went through the training and I went through the the prep courses and stuff. And I mean, I, I'm a damn a journalist. And so I keep up with what's going on in the world. Um, but I, so I, I don't really know, maybe just getting out of my head because I think that was part of it too. I was just like a little bit in my head that whole week. And, and so that kind of sent me over the edge. And I think the questions, I mean, I have like a list of the questions in my phone because right after I left, I was like, okay, this is what they asked me. So I could like tell anyone that wanted to know. And I mean, looking back at them, there are things that I could have answered. The one that there was the one that I didn't know, um, a judge asked me, about the term slacktivism. And I have never heard that in every single person that I've ever asked. I mean, I called my interview coach and I was like, do you know what this word means? He was like, no. Um, and so that was the one where I said, you know, I am not familiar with that term. I will look it up as soon as I leave this room. Have a great day. So maybe like, I, but that's like one of those things where I've never seen the word. So I couldn't really prepare for that. Um, but otherwise I just, you know, it was one day, five people, you never know what you're going to get. So um, yeah. I wish everyone could have just seen my face when you said that word because I have never, is that like a term about using like the app Slack or is that somebody being lazy? What is that? <laughs> when I got asked that question, I was deer in the headlights for a minute and I'm like, pull it together, pull it together. Um, but the term, I looked it up as soon as I left the room and it means like a lack of posting as an activist on social media, more or less. Um, and again, had no idea that was a thing. I am, I, I mean, I'm not old, but I'm not Gen Z. Um, so that was a little like, ah, like I, yeah, 
Um, I had no idea. I asked everyone in the room too, all the other contestants that were there. I was like, do y'all know what this word means? Because I felt, I really, I felt dumb. I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to think I'm a big dummy. And all of those girls were like, no, couldn't tell you. So it was just one that caught me off guard. So they got me because usually judges don't get me, but they got me. So. Wow. That is, I feel like they're throwing the curveball. Oh, yeah. That's what we're trying for. I never, I guess I need to brush up on my new, you know, social media slang because we're going to have to dedicate a whole episode to that now because I didn't know there was this slang out there. Good to know now. Thank you for <laughs> letting us in on that information. But, you know, after that interview, you know, you're now, you're like, holy crap. Like one, that was the probably one of the hardest interviews you've had to do ever. Yeah. And then going into finals, how did you fix that headspace of like, okay, one, I now have to master these stupid stairs and two, which I want to let's hold on. Let's pause on that for a second, because I have another episode coming out later on. That's called the comment section. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I want to tell you personally, your video that RPM made with the stairs yes. is in this comment section. And I want to personally, I'm getting the chills about it. I want to personally say, I'm sorry because people are mean and ruthless, but there are a few of your friends. Like I think Lainey Quickle was one, Sydney Ford that went in there and went at those Karens. Oh, <laughs> I'm so them. They're real, real Queens right there. I literally love them. Yes. And that's what, those are the, the comments that I highlight is the friends that stuck up for you because one, I bet you any of those people that try to master those stairs, and I know I would be one of them, would have fell flat on my face. So I give you little claps over here to mastering those stairs because it didn't matter. I would have, I and I'll say it because if you go back and watch my video, I'm the South Carolina teen, the year Marley Stokes yeah. won, me going up three little stairs or coming down in swimsuit, I literally did step, step. Step, 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 yeah. step. So I would never have been able to master the stairs at Miss USA in that fast pace that they're expecting yeah. you to come down. So I, one, personally want to be like, I despise any Karens like that. And I'm so sorry that they were rude to you on social media, but I'm so glad that your pageant friends stuck up for you in those comments. But yes, it made the comment section because I was just appalled, oh. appalled at those comments. But going past that, you make it down the stairs. <laughs> what was it like? walking on the Miss USA stage? It was, I mean, just being on the Miss USA stage, I could have literally been crawling. I could have just fallen and busted my hope and I would have still walked on the stage because I had South Carolina across my chest. And so that was, that was it for me. Like, that's all I wanted. I didn't care if I won. I didn't really, I mean, it would have been nice to place, but like I didn't. And I, I was totally content and fine with that. Um, just being able to represent my home state of South Carolina was everything I could have ever asked for and more. And so that was really special because I feel like aside from the nasty comments and the crazy people on the internet, um, everyone at home was still really proud of me. And that just means so much to me because the state is very, very special to me. And um, I'm, I'm a born and raised gal. And so that was really, really cool to represent my home state on the Miss USA stage, you know? So you know, being a part of the RPM family is such a huge deal. For people that may not know, that includes Louisiana, Alabama, North Carolina, and South Carolina. And you guys are basically hanging out all year long, all the teens and all the misses. And this year, you guys definitely have had such a special bond, all the four misses this year. And I want you to tell a little bit about what is it like to be a part of the RPM family? Oh my gosh, the RPM family is special. And it really, really is a family. I think a lot of times it's easy to put that label on organizations um, and it not be that, but that truly is what RPM is. Um, and this year I've been fortunate enough to have a group of young women who just 
are now my best friends. I mean, um, Morgan Romano, who was Miss North Carolina and now Miss USA, um, her and I have kind of been on this journey together for the last seven-ish years. And so, you know, we came from the America system and we competed at, at USA together. And so to be the title holders with someone that you've already been friends with is cool. And so like our relationship has grown and then, you know, KT our Miss Louisiana and Caitlin or Miss Alabama um, have just become so near and dear to us. I was just with, you know, we were together this weekend and we'll be together this weekend in Charleston. Um, and our teen ladies are phenomenal. Um, Annalie, Ansley, Katie, and Gabby. And so it's just been really cool to experience that. And just a quick story. Um, this necklace that I have on right here. Um, I, I, got so our um judges coordinator her name is A.K. Lene. she was miss louisiana usa 2002 i believe um whenever our louisiana gave up her title a couple weeks ago she gave kt four boxes and a little card and um in the card she just wrote the sweetest letter about how the bond between the miss girls was unlike anything they've ever seen and how you know they just really love us and it was just a very special note and so she gave each of us one of these necklaces and um she said that her she was given one of these whenever she was um crowned miss louisiana usa in 2002 and so she got us the same one and so now we all have them and it's just it was very emotional and it was special and so it just goes to show that you know this is really what you make of it and you can meet family and your best friends and i want to add because you ladies all four made a facebook group about selling your clothes and items and i want to say kt's closet if I could just live in her closet. Incredible. I love it. <laughs> I had bought um, a red, like, it was like a suit top dress out of it. And, like, it has done, like, it has done its purpose because I've worn it in so many, like, live interviews I've had yeah. to do. It's perfect. So I appreciate you guys. And if y'all are still selling stuff, people out there listening in, you really need to join, like, their RPM group because it has so many good items. So this past weekend, you were at the Miss North Carolina USA in Team yes. USA pageant. Tell us what it was like to be one of the RBM title holders visiting another state pageant. Yeah, so um, because all of the four Miss girls this year were so close to each other, we've gone to all of them. So I was at Alabama, I was at Louisiana, we were at North Carolina this weekend, and um it's just so bittersweet. And, you know, for Alabama and Louisiana, definitely like there were tears shed because it's so sad to see um, Caitlin and KT go, but it was so fun and special this weekend. I think it was kind of a relief because Morgan is obviously Miss USA now. And it's like a holy, like that in and of itself is just like, this is the coolest thing ever. Um, but just to be there and, you know, she did like a farewell to North Carolina and that was really, really cool to watch because you just kind of see her, year as Miss North Carolina USA go by and just to see how much she has grown. And then you see her step into this journey as Miss USA. I mean, it was like, uh, like very emotional, but I was just like, so overjoyed because, you know, obviously it's something that we had all wanted ever since we were little kids, but to see someone that, you know, and like, she's such a good person. She has such a great heart. And just to see her have that is just amazing. And it just makes me so happy and so proud of her. And so that was, it was fun this weekend because we got to watch Morgan really step into that role as Miss USA. And um, I think that she's going to do, I mean, she's already done phenomenal. And so I, I just can't wait to see what else she gets to accomplish this year. Um, so North Carolina was lots of fun and we just had a good time and it was really, really awesome. So who do you think is the most famous person you have in your phone contacts? Um, probably Miss USA. Morgan Romano. 
That is so great. Well, going off of that, you were able to hang out with her all weekend. And what is it like, you know, being around like the Miss USA in the room? I know y'all have been very close for the past, like, you know, seven-ish years yeah. being from the MAO system to USA. Mm -hmm. What is that like, you know, just being able to hang out with Miss USA all the time? It's so funny because like, you grow up like idolizing Miss USA and you're like, oh, she's this untouchable person. Like she does just, I don't know. It's just weird because you like see them and you're like, wow. But like organs of gals, yeah. Like she's one of the girls we're hanging out. We're like not wearing makeup. We, last night we went and got ice cream. Like it's just so, so Morgan is just a, a regular girl. Like she is so fun and so humble and so down to earth. So it doesn't feel like weird or you know we don't have to act a certain way around her like she is just the funniest most fun person to be around and it's really cool to see that like Miss USA figure be humanized she's a normal person she has good days she has bad days she has a family like it's the coolest thing ever and so I I love spending time with her and together with our girls and it's just a, it's it's a lot of fun that's amazing well bringing it back to you what are you I guess most sad about with having to give up your title this coming weekend? I'm mean, just letting it go. Letting the title go um, is kind of a sad thing because this is all I've worked for my entire life. And so you, you work so hard for years and years and years. And then, you know, you have your peak moment and then it's like, okay, it's being taken away from you. And I'm like a week from now, I won't be Miss South Carolina USA. I'm going to wake up a normal person again. And so that reality is a little weird, but, um, I will say I am ready to pass on the torch. Like I feel like I have fulfilled what I was meant to do this year and I don't have any regrets in the sense of like, Oh, like I wish I would have done this or I wish I did more. Um, because you know, I quit my job for this. I wanted to dedicate 110% to this. And so I am thankful that I've had the opportunity to do that. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to be emotional because, you know, you're passing it on and it's like, you know, your RPM directors get new girls and you're like, well, I'd be forgotten. Like, am I still important? But I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, they're a family and, and, um, that's really nothing to actually worry about. Well, going into, we're going to back it up just a little bit, going into the Miss South Carolina, you know, you're winning, you just did everything. What was something that you expected you know, that would possibly come out of being a Miss US, USA contestant? I think whenever you think of women who go to Miss USA and who are Miss USA, you think of like, oh, instant celebrity. Like she never has to work a day in her life ever again. I mean, like really and truly, that's what I thought. I was like, wow, you're famous. What's it like? Um, and, you know, to a degree that is somewhat true, but you have to work a lot. Like there is as glamorous of a job as this is, there is so much that goes into it. And there's so much behind it um, that, you know, not everyone gets to see because, you know, we're just marketing the highlight reel, all the good stuff and the fun stuff that we get to do. But I mean, behind the scenes, it's a lot of, you know, I've been emailing a lot of people this year saying, hey, can I come to this event? Hey, can I come read at this school? And um, a lot of really, really late nights and early mornings and a lot of time alone. And that can be hard. I mean, thankfully, I have grown up to be a very independent person. And so I don't mind being alone. But even for someone like myself, um, there were days where it was just hard to sit in the car for, you know, three hours at a time. And you're just with your thoughts and you're hoping that you're going to make a good impression on the place you go. And so in, in that case, it's good to have people you can, you know, scroll through your contacts list and say, hey, I'm going to call this person today and, and talk to them, whether it's about, you know, something you're going through or just whatever is going on in their life. Um, so definitely not like 
it, like, I thought that, okay, I'm going to have like every single job opportunity lined up for me. Once this is over, like, I'm going to have the perfect dream job, whatever. And that's like, really not the case. Um, because I still don't really know what I'm going to do after this is over. And people have asked me and I, I don't know. And I think that's a perfectly okay answer. It has taken me a long time because I am a planner and I like to have everything prepared, but it, it's okay to not know. And I'm figuring it out. And I mean, I've made so many contacts this year that I'm going to be able to utilize to find my place in this world and what I'm supposed to do. But um, it's not something that just happens. Like you, you have to work even after you win. And so I think it's important that everyone knows that um, there is a lot of work that goes into this from, from the title holders. That's amazing. And I'm so glad that you just kind of put it out there all on the table. And I was going to ask, you know, what is next for, you know, what is, what is next? But yep. with that, I love your answer because there, I mean, why does there have to be a next yep. at the same time? It's like, can I not just have a moment to breathe? <laughs> you had a, you know, a long and a very successful year for yourself as Miss South Carolina USA. But if you could do anything in the world, if you could do anything, it could be a job. It can be, you know, being a model. Like, what would you want to do if you could do anything? So, so it's funny that you say that because this was one question that I was asked in my very first USA interview, um, I guess in 2018 when I competed for the first time. And it was Cami Miller with Show Me Your Mumu. She's a dear friend of ours now. And she said, well, if, you know, money was no object, what would you do for a living? And I said, I would scoop ice cream in the Bahamas. And that is still true to this very moment. I would move to the beach and I would scoop ice cream. It makes everyone happy. Like there's no, there's no making anyone upset. There's no offending anyone. Um, so that would definitely be like top of the line dream job. Um, and then right under that would probably be to host my own television show. Like not news. I've done the news thing and it, I'm ready to move past that. But I would say like lifestyle and culture, food, um, something fun, just something enjoyable for people to want to watch when they turn their TV on. That's amazing. Well, I'm right there with you. That TV, that would be the ideal dream. Yeah. But also be, that's such a good question to kind of prepare for in pageantry because they do ask that more than people think of like, what, yeah. you know, if money were an object, what would you do? Right. And I love your answer to that. That's very, I feel like that's a very honest answer yeah. because some people would be like, you know, world peace, children. Yeah. <laughs> like, and we love, love saving children. We love world peace, but hello, like be so for real. We all want to see advice. Yeah bombs too so um yeah okay we only have a few questions left but one of my big ones i want to ask is from this year mm -hmm. who do you think has been like your favorite sponsor or person that you've gotten to work with i know that's a loaded question and everybody is a great sponsor but who's been your favorite Ooh, ooh, ooh that's a great one um so right off the top of my head i will say um probably working with gregory ellenberg was really cool he owns Gregory Ellenberg, and he's a designer in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, I had never gone the custom route when making a gown. I've, I'm an off the rack girl. Um, I've always just, you know, I see it, I like it, get some alterations, get a lot taken off the bottom because I'm a short girl. Um, and that's about it. Like I go about my day. But this year for Miss USA, I had the opportunity to design a gown from scratch and pick apart things from, you know, other things I've seen over the years. And putting that together was so cool. And he's just such a He's such a um, caring sponsor and he really wants to, I mean, I changed my gown. We started in like May 
and Miss USA was in October and I got my dress back like the week before Miss USA and we changed it probably like four times and he was so he was so cool about it so graceful he never got upset he was like yeah like we'll do whatever you want this is your dream dress and I'm like holy cow like this was so fun and then to see that vision that was literally on a piece of paper come to life and wear it on the Miss USA stage was really awesome like that was the coolest thing um so I'm very very grateful for his sponsorship but I mean we've got a lot of really good ones so I would be remiss if I didn't say that because they're all amazing but just that experience with Greg was really really cool I love that. I'm right there with you. I'm the off the rack girl. I will rhinestone something myself in yes. Vegas custom. Oh yeah. My oh, yeah. Like even when I did Miss South Carolina MAO, like my talent costumes, my mom would stone, my mom would uh -huh. hand make, like it just, it's an experience that you get to do kind of together. And even like you said, doing the alterations, getting stuff done, but also the Gregor Ellenberg side of things of getting that almost like pampering. You're like, wow, like yeah. I feel like my opinion matters. My design is important. Like it makes you feel like very different than just, you know, getting that gown off the rack, but cost effectively getting that gown off the rack is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, do you have any last things that, or like words of encouragement that you would like to add in kind of before we jump off today or jump into our last question? Yeah. I would just say for anyone listening to this, who, um, is, you know, just starting off in pageants or you're, you know, seven years in and, you're about to go into your last year, wherever you are in your pageant journey. Um, I would just say to, to stay true to yourself, be who you are. And especially if you're going into a pageant season right now, whether it's your first or your last or in the middle, um, you know, just release any prior coaching, if you will, that says to be X, Y, Z, and that puts you in a cookie cutter position or in a box. Um, be yourself, be authentic, and just have fun with it because that is the most important part at the end of the day is that you're enjoying what you're doing. If this is a miserable experience for you, then you need to change what you're doing or stop doing it. Um, so just have fun and enjoy it and it'll all work out the way it's supposed to. That is amazing. And I'm glad that you put it out there because it is, it is the big thing nowadays to just be you. That's all anyone can ask for, but we've come to that point in the podcast where I like to ask everyone the same final question. Are you ready? Yes. All right. In what way has pageants positively impacted you? So pageants have been my whole life. And I have made so many connections and so many just friends and lifelong relationships that I will carry through forever. And it has done something, you know, I, I was a shy kid growing up and it has done something to me that has just brought me out of my shell and made me aware of the world around me and has helped me to learn about people from all walks of life and accept that, you know, every single one of us have our own set of gifts and talents and that we can't compare ourselves to each other because we're all so special in our own way. I mean, every single one of us truly is special in one way or the other. And um, it's just amazing to be on that journey and, and see the, the difference in each other. And so it has been just perfectly positive and I have, enjoyed it. And I'm sad to, to see it go as far as um, being on the contestant side of things. But I look forward to staying in the industry. And, you know, whether that's coaching or helping girls or just mentoring them through their journeys, then I'll stay in it forever. That is amazing. Well, guys, you've heard it here first from Miss South Carolina USA 2022, Mita Bonsley. And I'm so glad that you could join us on here today. If you have your Instagram handles that you can drop so people can follow you and possibly reach out for further questions. 
Sure. Yeah. So my personal is just at M Bonsley. That's B-H-O-N-S-L-E. And then for the next couple of days, I miss S-E-U-S-A, but follow it anyways, because somebody is about to step into the most amazing year of their life. And um, I'm sure you won't want to miss that. Absolutely. Well, you know, guys, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys.